Hello and welcome to another edition of Addition. I'm your host, Adi Adewusi. I'm a product manager at Microsoft, a mathematician, a futurist, tech optimist, artist, and creator. And I'm here every day, Monday through Friday, bringing you the news, the hot topics in tech, an update on the markets, and letting you know what I'm geeked out about this week. So if you're not already, subscribe on YouTube. If you're watching on YouTube, hit the like button. I put makeup on for this show, show some appreciation. And um, if you're not subscribed to the Substack where you get all the podcasts and YouTube videos directly in your email inbox, that is editionpod.substack.com. You can follow me on TikTok and Twitter at editionpod. My personal Twitter is at editionwithaddy. And Instagram. Wait, my personal Twitter is at Addy Adewusi and my Instagram is edition with Addy. All of these links are in the show notes as always. So if I get it wrong, just reference check and just click the link in the description or in the show notes. So let's get started, shall we? So the markets, so crypto, Bitcoin is down 80.89% over the past seven days and hovering at 29,504. This is below the 30,000 mark that people like to see Bitcoin over. However, the declines have been stalling. Um, Just yesterday, um, there was a larger uh, seven-day decline than it is today. Right now, it's 0.89%. And let me uh, just pull up what it was yesterday. That's the beauty of tracking these day-to-day. So yesterday, Bitcoin had been down 4.98% over this past seven days. And today it's only down 0.89% over the past seven days. So the drops are leveling off, which is good. And Ethereum is down 10.62% over the past seven days and below 2,000 at 1,994. Again, yesterday it was down 14% over the past seven days. So the declines are slowing. It is possible that we are approaching the bottom. I don't believe we're at the bottom yet. But that being said, um, that's what the markets are doing today. We'll see where they'll be next week. Who knows? Uh, S&P 500 is up, continues to be up in the past five days, 3.91%. NASDAQ up 2.1% over the past five days. So stock markets, equity markets are recovering faster than crypto markets. I do believe crypto, um, with the dramatic fall of Luna and complete shutdown of the Terra ecosystem. I talked about this last week. I will link in the show notes. Crypto has a lot of rebounding to do, has a lot of um, faith to restore in the population. And um, people say that these bear markets are really good for crypto because all of the grifters and scammers leave the market, which I do believe to be true. So let's get into the hot topics in tech. So I have to talk about Apple and their delay in their return to office plans. So this is from The Verge. Uh, Apple slows return to office plan will let employees stay remote and require masks in common spaces. So I quote from the article, this is the memo that Apple sent out. Based on current conditions, we have two updates to share. First, we are temporarily asking team members to wear masks in common spaces, meeting rooms, hallways, and elevators. In general, all areas outside of your personal workspace. Second, we are extending the phase-in period of the pilot 
and maintaining two days a week in the office for the time being. For those of you participating in the pilot, if you are uncomfortable coming into the office during this time, you have the option to work remotely. Please discuss your plans with your manager. These changes are for your location and we'll make changes to other locations as required. We're continued to monitor, monitor close local data closely and are committed to providing at least two weeks notice of any changes. So there was a story last week that I didn't get to talk about because there was so much going on with the Luna Terra meltdown. Uh, the former Apple director of machine learning, Ian Goodfellow, put out a statement that he was leaving Apple because he disagreed with the return to work policy or return to office policy. We've been working this whole time. Um, he just got an offer to join DeepMind, which is Google's machine learning um, division. So tech companies are wanting to return uh wanting their employees to go back to the office. But at the same time, we still are in a pandemic. Um, I just had two friends last week that got COVID. Um, I had a family member pass away recently from COVID. So I get that companies want us to return to the office. At the same time, there are consequences to us, you know, congregating in these spaces. So Apple saying that you only need to be in the office two days a week and wear a mask outside of all private areas. They're trying to continue to make it work, but at the same time, I just don't know how much sense this makes. So one, and this is everyone that I talk to, we are all way more productive at home. Um, you Universally, every single person that I've talked to that's gone back to the office, has cited that their productivity goes down when they work from the office, including myself. That being said, once we get back in the swing of things, I, our productivity will return back to normal. But if we're doing this hybrid model, we never really get back in the swing of things because we're only in the office two or three days a week. So I don't really know whether hybrid has a future. Um, I did hear I was listening to podcasts earlier today and they were saying companies need to go all in. Either they're going back to the office full time or they're working remote full time. And hybrid is kind of um, a cop out in between that I think companies are testing to see if it could work. I think it would work great for schools, maybe like universities, things like that. But I don't know if it works that well for the office, especially going through a pandemic. That being said, best believe I will be in the office because I want to show commitment to my company and I do want do not want there to be a reason for them to question my loyalty and um, if there was ever layoffs or cutbacks then hopefully I would not be considered because I have been showing up to the office so it's just a weird uh, situation to be in right now tech stocks are down um, but you know, big tech companies are still wanting us to go back to the office. That being said, the labor market is still tight. I created a TikTok this morning that was basically check on your tech friend because I do believe, I, I will speak for myself, it's really, this is a very uncertain period of time and I don't know whether to feel safe and secure or whether to feel like I have an impending doom in front of me. So 
if you are if you work in tech let me know how you're feeling do you feel confident do you feel solid or do you feel like you need to be panicking there's never a reason to panic or truly like worry but depending on your financial situation you may be concerned and want some sort of return to stability so i have two wallet crypto wallet announcements from coinbase and robinhood so first robinhood is developing a non-custodial crypto wallet launching later this year from the verge i quote from the article a little over a month after robinhood publicly released its first crypto wallet the company has announced it's working on a second the new wallet will be non-custodial giving users sole custody over the private keys necessary to control their money on the blockchain that means users won't be dependent on Robinhood if the system fails but will also risk losing their funds entirely if they misplace their private key so i believe this is a response to the sentiment that not your of not your keys not your crypto so when we use exchanges we're basically uh, we don't actually own the crypto. The exchanges are holding the crypto for us, or as they call, they, they're in custody of the crypto, and that's a custodial wallet. So a non-custodial wallet is a way where you do retain control of the wallet. That being said, Robin is maintain Robinhood is maintaining the wallet, so there still is a risk there if something happens to Robinhood that the wallet won't work. But at the same time, that's the same risk as MetaMask and the same risk as um, Ledger maybe. You're at the end of the day, you're relying on the software, but if you have the private keys, you have the private keys. Um, that being said, if you lose your private keys, you lose your crypto. So um, I took my crypto off of the exchanges and I have it on a Ledger cold storage wallet. I have my private keys and I think that's a great method for people to do if they don't plan on spending or trading their crypto. But if you're trading your crypto, you probably shouldn't put your crypto in a, um, off the, in a cold storage wallet off the chain. It's, you might as well just keep it in Robinhood or Coinbase or Gemini or whatever you're using. That being said, Coinbase unveils their Web3 mobile dApp and DeFi wallet and browser, and this is from Cointelegraph. I quote from the article, America's largest crypto exchange Coinbase has rolled out Web3 fun application functionality, including a hot wallet and browser for a limited set of its mobile app users. The app will allow select users to access decentralized applications or dApps on the Ethereum network, such as Uniswap and OpenSea. So right now, um, the only way to access dApps is uh, typically through a browser, um, and maybe you're using a MetaMask wallet, and if you're using the app, they have a browser built in. Uh, but get dApps, you're typically using a Chrome browser, a Chrome Google Chrome browser, and using your MetaMask extension to access these dApps. This is a learning curve for a lot of people. So Coinbase integrating a Web3 dApp browser into the app is good for people who have their crypto in Coinbase and want to see what's going on on the Ethereum ecosystem. The criticism of this is that the only thing that you can do on dApps is buy NFTs or participate in DeFi, um, which is decentralized finance. Maybe you're lending, borrowing your crypto, and there isn't a strong enough use case. 
but at least the functionality is there. So as people are building out the Ethereum ecosystem and there are more things to do on dApps, Coinbase at least has set themselves up so their customers are able to access it. So I would say that these are both good signs. Am I going to be using Robinhood or Coinbase for my dApps? Nope. Um, but they're everyone, there's a product for everyone. And if you're, if you don't want the stress of holding your private keys, I would say it's not super stressful. Like, um, but if you don't want to do the work to understand how to do it and do it safely, then sure. Use the Coinbase or Robinhood wallet and access all the opportunities that there are for you in crypto. Okay. So next layoffs. Netflix this time. So I quote from the article and um, this is from Deadline. Um, a lot of these articles are Bloomberg and those are gated and I don't have access to Bloomberg. So that's why um, I have to find these alternative news sources. So quote, exclusive layoffs are underway at Netflix today. About 150 positions out of the streamers workforce of 11,000 are being eliminated amid a slow growth in the company's revenue growth. I have to say, I'm surprised Netflix only has 11,000 employees, considering that's a pretty lean company. Um, whereas like Google, Microsoft, they have almost 200,000 employees. So the, I think it's, so that's how they were able to cut so few positions. Um, I'm going to quote from the article again, uh, they, meaning the positions that were cut, are largely based in the U.S. with a significant portion in creative across both film and TV, sources said. A number of those laid off are in the executive ranks, including in original content. I hear, and this is a rumor, with a couple of director-level original series execs rumored to be leaving, there's also a rampant rumor that the indie film division will suffer heavy casualties, but sources internally say that is not the case. So all we know for sure is that 150 positions are being cut and that they are largely based in the U.S. They're largely creative um, roles and some are also in the executives. Um, everything else is a rumor at this point, but this continues the tech layoff story. Again, check on your friends in tech. Um, I will put a link to the TikTok video that I made about this in the show notes. Okay, so for the career segment, um, two words, follow up. So if you've been listening to the podcast and networking and meeting people and making connections, make sure that you're following up through these people because a lot of these connections may live and die at the conference and then maybe you see them again in a year. Try to create some sort of way to follow up with your friends' network and connections in the industry, especially in these times. So shooting a text, uh, sending an email, inviting them to event, maybe you know hosting some sort of professional networking group or meetup or brunch or something like that. Do whatever you can to stay in contact with your connections so they're not lost. And also don't be surprised if people don't respond to your follow-ups. That's They may be busy and they may not see it as a priority, but that's why you need to be constantly expanding your network because event it actually is a numbers game. So what am I geeked out about this week? So I mentioned that the circle this season is not great. They are releasing four new episodes today and I likely will be watching them. But what I'm geeked out about is outsourcing my show watching to recappers on YouTube. 
So for the circle, there's one I really like called reality alert. And this is not concise or, you know, it's, I would say they're typically an over an hour long, but I enjoy the recap almost more than the show because in the recap, they talk about strategy and things like that. So if you are overwhelmed by the amount of shows that there are to watch, check out the recappers. So there's obviously you can do a YouTube search, but if there are some podcasts as well, if you're into more serious dramatic television, there's the prestige TV podcast, and there's also the watch by the ringer. And there are several other recappers. Please leave a comment if you have a recapper that you want to shout out. Okay. All right. Well, I hope you're having a great day. It is Wednesday and I'll talk to you tomorrow.